thank you everybody for taking the time out to listen to me once again. This is Real Talk with Tim and I'm back with another episode. Shout out to everybody who's been showing me love on my podcast. I really appreciate that. Now, if you have Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or iHeartRadio, please make sure you go look me up on all four platforms to keep up with the content. Also, make sure y'all go follow me on Instagram at Real Talk with Tim and Twitter at RTWT Podcast to keep up with the content as well. Now, I'm back again, guys, and I know y'all seen a title before y'all clicked on it, Having a Guarded Heart. And before I get into today's amazing topic, I'm going to allow my guest to introduce herself because y'all already know that's how I do it on my platform. So without further ado, go ahead and take the floor and introduce yourself and tell the people about you and your podcast. Okay, so what's up, everybody? I'm Danny. I am the founder of Arthur Memorial Foundation Incorporated and also the host of My Survivor Voice, the podcast. And that's just a platform for women of color. It started out as a platform for women of color, but now it is a platform for people of color, no matter the gender or how you identify, to share their stories of survival. In all honesty, we talk about everything from cancer to domestic violence to um childhood trauma we just share you know those things that we weren't brought up talking about right we find strength in survival and sharing our stories yeah yeah so how how long you been doing that this is just my second season so um it's a monthly podcast i'm not as uh well versed in podcasting as a lot of people who are doing i don't know how y'all do it Every week, I multiple <laughs> shows a week. I cannot. I I would fall apart. Man, that but comes yeah, with so. time. That comes with time. I've, I've been doing it for about a year now. God, so man. yeah, it comes with time though, because I wasn't I wasn't consistent like this every you know say all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It came with time. That's all. But that's good that you started that up. But I gotta ask before we get into the subject though. I gotta ask because it do it does have an interesting title, right? So. Um, how did you come up with that title? Okay, so like I said, I started my survival voice as a way to um, support my nonprofit. My nonprofit, R3 Memorial, was founded after my niece, uh, great niece, and great nephew were murdered, um, secondary to domestic violence. And so um, I started like the, I, when I got the idea for the podcast, I knew I wanted people to be able to share their stories. Like I wanted people to talk because that's something my niece didn't do. She never, she was very meek anyway, like tiny, tiny. So when I first started my nonprofit, I wanted to call it Jackie's Voice, my niece's name. And I'm like, well, we can't, I, I can't have her name on everything, even though I want to. Right. So, um, and the premise behind Voice was Voices of Independence, Culture, and Empowerment, like finding that, that piece that will help elevate and amplify who you are and what you've been through. So anybody can can get something out of your story. So I realized like, okay, that's something she never did. She never used her voice to tell her story. And that's why none of us knew what she was going through. And that's right. how this happened so tragically. So when I came up with my survivor voice, I was like, okay, one, people survive things every day they never talk about. Why don't we talk about it? And what comes out of it? So I was like, I'm just gonna put them together. I'm gonna take Jackie's voice, and I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna right. tell these survivor stories, and it's gonna be listen to my survivor voice. And not only that, I even realized within my own um, self, I have a story. I went through things that I never talked about with people. So it was like, okay, so not only are you gonna listen to my guest survivor stories, you're gonna listen to my survivor voice too. So here we go. Yeah. It's my survivor voice. 
Yeah, that's a very interesting uh title. And it's 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 weird that um look, so I was I'm gonna just tell you, I was browsing the internet today and I came across a story about a mother that was killed after helping her friend escape an abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. And I just seen that. And um basically it says basically what the story was, I guess it was a you know, the young lady, she had a friend that was in an abusive relationship, she went over there. And she tried to uh, help her friend, uh, whatever in whatever way, and then she got shot in the head. Yeah, yeah. So that's, Listen, that's that stuff happens more than people even realize. Like, that's why that's another reason my survivor voice is so important to me. Is like, not only are we talking to survivors, we're also talking to the people who support survivors. Because you got to know the effect of what the support survivors while still protecting yourself, not just physically, but also protecting your mental. Because it's hard, it's draining to support a survivor. You know, mm-hmm. so yeah, no um, that that stories like that are all too common. You know, we think we're going to to save somebody and really putting ourselves in danger and them as well. And then some people be knowing they in danger and they still still go through with it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if I could drop a statistic on that, it takes a survivor of domestic violence at least seven times on average to leave for good. Man, that's terrible, man. Yeah, they usually yeah. leave and go back, leave and go back. It takes them seven times before they get it. I definitely respect what you do. Very interesting, very interesting title and everything. I appreciate um, that. Keep going, keep going at it, man. You're doing good. But I appreciate that. But back to business. Yeah. Back to business. Back to business. <laughs> so today, guys, we're going to talk a little bit about having a guarded heart. Hmm. Now, it's a lot of us out here who have guarded hearts and we don't even know it, right? Some just have, some are, some, some people who guard their heart is more serious than others. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, a lot of us do have it. But when I looked it up, the actual definition of a guarded heart is a heart that has been through one traumatic experience after another. My traumatic experience may be different from yours. Mines may not be as serious as yours. You know what I'm saying? Both of us, you know what I'm saying? It all depends, right? Right, but But trauma is trauma. Right, trauma (laughs) is trauma. So I say all that to say, can being too guarded really be a bad thing? Short answer, I'm going to say yes. And I'm going to tell you why I say yes. If you are too guarded, a lot of the time, you you can push yourself out of something that was meant for you. Right. Um, you gotta everything too much of anything is a bad thing, in my opinion. You can have too much love. You can like, you know, sometimes I don't know if you ever heard the saying, like, I don't want no man to love me so much he put his hands on me. Like, you know, too much of too much of anything can be a bad thing. So if you have a heart that is guarding, you're guarding your heart so much to the point where nobody can get in. When are you ever going to be able to feel what you really truly desire deep down inside? And is that someone to love you the appropriate way? I you can't they a, can't get in. Yeah, yeah. I, I think to a certain extent, it, it is not only just a little bit because, you know, I feel like this, you know, all it is is people protecting their feelings. You know, they don't want to get they don't want to be hurt. They want to be sure that uh, whatever it is that they about to get into, they want to be sure that it's for them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's all it's really about. I mean, right, right. But you can like go to a point. Minutes. But you can go to a point like I'm. Don't get me wrong. I'm totally for protecting that that space. 
yeah, that, yeah, that yeah. heart is something that's fragile and um, not just fragile, but that's some, that's a prized possession. Your heart is and your feelings and emotions are. So 100% guard it. But when we talk about guarding it too much, I think that is totally possible. And if you do guard it too much, I do think it's a bad thing. Now, yeah, am I saying let everybody in? Like... Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not everybody doesn't deserve your love everybody does not deserve access to your heart but don't guard it so much that you're not even willing to find out or learn whether or not this person is worthy of getting closer to your heart you you ever heard of um you ever heard of the saying where they you ever heard people say uh why do i have to pay for your ex's mistake or why mm-hmm. do i have to pay for such and such for hurting your heart uh-huh. I'm a different person. I'm not like them. Yes. Like, yes. How, how, how do you how do you feel when people say that? Like, how do you feel if you were somebody protecting your and your God and your heart? How do you feel when people say that to you? I'm okay, so I'm gonna use myself as an example of this. So, um, quick background because I could talk about uh, this whole situation for hours. So, quick background: my son's father and I. Um, I met him in college. Got pregnant in college. Had baby in college. We moved in together thought he was gonna be my forever and he he dogged me out just plain and simple dogged me out to the point where when I started dating I started dogging people out and I, I was not interested in being in a relationship with anybody in any capacity I wanted to do me then when I met my current husband um I really didn't take our relationship serious I didn't um because of past mistakes from somebody who broke me basically but my husband was like no nah, I'm gonna get her I want her and so like I'm not gonna lie. I used to push him away I was um you know very standoffish like he would like let's do this let's do that I would go out with him but man, I wasn't what's, like really what's your, on sign? what's your sign I'm a Sagittarius okay man I was about to say because I, I got some of that same behavior right now and what's your I, sign I, I swear, I'm a Gemini but I'm okay. just saying like oh mm. Yeah, my, my son's father's a Gemini. <laughs> oh man, and you know every time you, every time somebody say I'm a Gemini, everybody curl their lip. Like, listen, mm, you know what I'm saying? No, but no, no, like that's that 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 type of behavior is real because it is like every everything you just said is everything like that is. I do. Everything that's everything I do. It is, and like I, I really did serious. I was at a point where I was. um pushing pushing my current husband away like he was my my boyfriend supposed to be but I was I was pushing him away and like finally I came to the realization like this man is determined to love me like he he wasn't letting up he he had those feelings like why are you punishing me for him I'm not him I don't do what he do but I I definitely was holding it against him like you just like him y'all all alike you ain't gonna oh, be yeah, I'm not with it you won't get the chance to hurt me but that man was determined to love me and I'm gonna be honest that was I'm so grateful that he was because he should have walked away like 15 20 times you know what they say um they say consistency is one way to get through a god at heart and he was that all and, of that so is that what is that what made you let your god down more that was the key. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like everything that I threw at him, he ate. I don't know if I can curse on here, but he ate that shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He ate it. Everything I threw his way, I would accuse him of cheating. He'd be like, nope. And, and so not only would he deny the cheating, 
but he would do things to show me like, ain't no way I'm cheating on you. Look where I'm at. Look what I'm doing for you. Look what, you know what I mean? Like then I'll be like, well, you, you going to turn around. You're going to be, he made it his priority to show me that no matter how much you push me away, I want you and I'm going to be here regardless. He stood 10 toes down with me and always has been. We've been together 12 years now. That 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 type of stuff go a long way. I'm telling you, it like does. When, people, when people do see that, because they don't, because eventually, eventually your guard go down. Shit, your guard, your guard go down on his own. To be honest, because you like, damn, this right, right. He like, I feel like he was Steve Urkel. Like I'm wearing you down. Like yeah. he never gave up. He never he ran out most, of stuff to talk about. Yeah, damn, seriously, like dudes, <laughs> most dudes would have been like, girl, I am not. It ain't that deep. I'm gone. Yeah. He stood by my side. Like he was like, I'm not going nowhere. I don't care. So what you think the what you think the biggest misunderstanding is about having a guard of heart? Cause I feel like that what I feel like the biggest misunderstanding is, I think people feel like you doing things on purpose. Like if I walk around here and say, Man, I've been hurt. I don't want this, I don't want that yet. And I'm meeting all these nice girls and I'm like, Man, I don't, I don't want this. I don't want no relationship right now. And they like, you don't know what you want. Like, no, I know what I want. I just right. don't know if I want it. I don't, I'm, I don't know. I'm not sure if I want it this way or that way or this right. soon because I want to make sure I'm all together. Mm-hmm. Because or really, I'm unsure if you can provide it for me. Right. Because really, because really, even though people been hurt, because all people say in return is, "Oh, we all been hurt." But listen, we ain't talking about we all. We talking about me, and mm-hmm. we talking about you right now. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about myself. So what I'm saying about myself is the hurt that I've been through, I, I don't want to rush into nothing. You know what I'm saying? I want to take my time and you either going to fold or you ain't. That's it. That's you know it. What I'm That's so it. What you, so, what, so, what, so what you think uh, is one big big misunderstanding about having a guard? I think the biggest misunderstanding about people who have guarded hearts is those people who are trying to get close to their heart don't understand their trauma. Like, like just not understanding. And when I say trauma, I'm not talking about just you know, the common traumas we hear about, like, oh, domestic violence or um, sexual abuse. Or I'm talking about, like, having somebody just not show up for you is traumatic in its own right. You know what I mean? Like, especially if it's somebody you love and care about and want to be yeah. in a relationship with. And, you know, the relationships end for dozens of reasons. People guard their heart for dozens of reasons. And not understanding or putting your own thought process you know because we've all been hurt and they're right yeah, we, when yeah, they say yeah. that they're right we've all been hurt but when you put your own situation into my situation what the reason my heart is guarded may not be the reason you feel like you were hurt the reason my hurt ain't your hurt so th- i feel like that is the biggest misunderstanding you feel like you should be able to get over it because i got over it Nah, yeah. oh, that's another we feel thing. different we yeah. we two different people <laughs> yeah yeah that's another thing people expect for you to like like i remember i used to tell people um like i think the longest time i've been single was for like two years and then when i started talking to people after that you know i tell them how long i've been single and they i mean realistically two years probably could be a good little time to really get back out there but you know once we all come back from from some pain we ain't never the same no you know what i'm saying so we be on some different minds you know some different stuff you remember when you said man i was doing this i was doing that man listen so imagine how i was like i remember getting over i remember my way of getting over somebody 
was I was smashing everything. Walking. I'm <laughs> telling you, my motto. Listen, I know my homegirl. I'm gonna shout you out real quick, Tip. Uh, I know my homegirl gonna listen to this. Like our motto used to be because she went through a similar situation around the same time I was going through what I was going through with my son's father, and. Uh, <laughs> Our motto used to be, girl, the best way to get over a man is get under a new one. So, like, yeah, <laughs> that's, I heard that before. Listen, like, I'm telling you, people don't really understand when you go through something like something that you deem traumatic. Like, it could be a breakup, whatever. Yeah. But when somebody hurts your heart to the point where you feel like you're going to put a gate around it and you don't want nobody else to touch it, you you change. You become a whole nother person, a whole different breed. Now don't get me wrong. Some people do do too much though. They do. Sometimes I agree. they do. Sometimes they do. <laughs> I but agree. Depending on, like, not this, not to say that we all should. You got to tell everybody in detail what you've been through so that we right. can determine how serious it is. You don't necessarily right. have. You don't necessarily have to do that. Right. But in my mind, depending on what you've been through, I'm gonna be like, oh, 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 I, I, yeah. I Listen, understand. you're right. You're right. I was one of those people. I yeah. did way too much. I did way too much. Way. Listen, when I tell you, I put that man through the ringer, and the fact that he never, he never wavered. <laughs> His faith yeah. never wavered. The fact that he never stumbled. He stayed at it and was there 110 percent every step of the way. That's what broke the gate down. That's that's what unlocked that gate that was around my heart. It was like, okay. That just, right. mean, that just mean it was meant to be. That's it. That's it. And that's that's what I'm going back to what we talked about at first. That's the point. Like, you can be too guarded to an extent. But the way you know when it's time to go ahead and let that gate unlock and unlock, you know, get, open up your heart <laughs> in the words of Yolanda Adams is when that person is is not going anywhere they're not giving up so have you have you ever have you how many have you ever actually pushed somebody away from being too guarded dozens of times (laughs) 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 oh my goodness yes absolutely i'm I'm, listen i'm i'm gonna just go on and tell on myself i'm telling you i used to do things like because I was so guarded. If a, I specifically remember dating this one guy who was a little younger than me. And I I liked him. I'm not even going to lie. I liked him. But I was like, this little boy is going to mess me up. And I'm not going. Uh. I was like, I'm not going. So I would purposely, I knew he was going to call at certain times. I would purposely ignore his phone calls. I would go oh, MIA for days. Like on per, I would want that's. Let me tell you how me- this is a Sagittarius thing. Um, let me tell you how messed up I was. I would want to talk to him. I would be like fiending, like oh, I wish I could talk to him. And when he would call, I would look at that phone and let it ring and let it ring. Oh my god! And let it ring. I would go places that I knew he was gonna be at and ignore him. What? I was young too, y'all. I was young. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Like no, I would that's... do things on purpose, and eventually he was like, "Man, this lady, I can't." And you me. know what? In his eyes, in his eyes, man, she playing too many damn games. Right, right, right. And then, and in your eyes, what was you saying? In my eyes, I was just like, "If he want me, he gonna come. He gonna what? come. If he See? want me, he gonna talk to me. If he See, want me, he gonna call. If I ignore the first call, he gonna call four more times. That's how I was. I was seeing it because I." 
felt like I didn't make the person who hurt me. I didn't make him work super hard. I didn't. I didn't give him that. When he would call, I pick up my phone. When he said hey, let's go, what? I jump to go. Hey, you know what? Um, earlier you said something about, um, in so many words, the the person that did you wrong. I, I guess you ended up doing people wrong too, I right? Did. You said something like that, and it's mm-hmm. funny you said that because I that's how I ended up. Like, um, I think when I was 19, I was dating somebody. And then um, we were together for like three years. And she cheated on me. And then we broke up. I got, we got back together. I cheated on her back. I was, I, it was a tip for tap thing, right? Tip for tats. Retaliation on purpose, right? After yeah. that, broke up again. Got back together. I cheated on her again. I turned into a different person because the way she cheated on me, I was like away in away in trade school or something like that, and she was out there doing doing what she did, mm-hmm. and I was like, damn. And then I, the more the more women that I met after that, they was doing some sneaky stuff, you know what I'm saying? And cheating on me, talking a, to other dudes. You ain't dudes. gonna get me before I get you. Right, cheating on me, talking to other dudes and stuff like that. So I just each time it happened, growing up, it just mm-hmm. turned me to a different person. So I started hurting people unintentionally i promise unintentionally but i still was in a mindset of damn i, I can't trust nobody yeah i, like, I mean sometimes i still that. sometimes i still think like that but then i'll be like nah you know what everybody not like that i gotta stop thinking like this i'm getting older now that's gross I gotta, you know it gotta it, i gotta stop thinking like this but still deep down i'd be like everybody everybody can't put nothing past nobody even merge is is not even oh, man. you know how people say oh I, I don't want this until i get married i'm not no shade on marriage I, I i listen no shade on marriage at all but marriage is not secured it's not secured like that's why when people, when people when people say i don't want no babies until i'm married or people say i don't want to have sex until i'm married or people say i'm not having another baby until i'm married you say that like once you get married, like that's gonna stop some stuff. Yeah, exactly. It's not, it's not a rap. You know what exactly. I'm saying? So I just, I, so I definitely agree with you 100 when you know when you say that because I, I definitely changed. I'm not the same dude I was before that first cheat. <laughs> Man, listen, listen, and I think because I was so young, the reason it turned me into that person was because that that was the first time that ever happened to me. I didn't realize that men do this. <laughs> like, men really dog women out like this. Like, of course, you know, you had heard about, oh, dudes cheat. But when I say, if this was on a whole nother level, this man was like a mastermind when it came to the stuff. So, man. Yeah. So, it's. You took know me what? To that type of stuff makes you smaller, though. It make you alert. It make you alert, more alert as you Yes. Know. Like, now. My husband couldn't cheat if he wanted to. You cannot yeah. pull the wool over my eyes. Yeah. I'm gonna know. Trust yeah. me. That's what I'm saying. Like it just make you like see when you see when you go through stuff like that, it, it helps you learn behavior. Mm-hmm. It helps you learn the behavior of a person that's lying. It helps you learn the behavior of a person that's being sneaky. But even, but not saying that uh, bad failed relationships, failed relationships, not the only relationships that help you learn that. But I'm just saying it, it do play a big factor in, in how smart it make you because all the guys that dogged you, you know, you, you went through that for a reason to prepare Absolutely. you for that, to prepare you for the future guy or guys you talk to, you know what I'm right. saying? Right. And, and even not just the ones that dog me, the ones that I dogged. Because like I said, I turned into, I, I was like, I'm just the game we playing, then let's go. Two can play. 
<laughs> like, you know, I turned into that person. But that also prepared me to be, to realize this ain't really what I want out of life. Like all that sneaking and hiding my phone from this one and sleeping with my phone under my pillow. And yeah, yeah that wasn't, that ain't no way to live. <laughs> See, yeah, yeah, I used to, I used to do that all the time. But now I'm at the point where I'm like, all right, I'm gonna give this look look, this is what I'm saying in my head. I'm like, man, I'm gonna get this, I'm gonna get this faithful stuff to try. I, yeah. I I said that to myself one day. I said, you know what? I'm gonna get, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just like every relationship I get in moving forward, I'm gonna I ain't gonna necessarily cut all of my friends off, but I'm not gonna entertain no other women, only the woman that I'm talking to, you know, in a relationship with. And um, I'm not gonna do nothing. I ain't gonna do shit. So then, this is where I'm gonna finally see if it's really me, or if it's right. really them. Right. Now, right. if I do this, and it's them, and they continue to do that, then I mean, but I guess it all it all boils down to if I'm playing my part and if I'm doing doing what I'm supposed to do in the relationship. Absolutely. But guess what? Even that don't mean nothing. It, it you that, just it may you just you just may come across somebody fucked up. But guess what? You know what? Um, one of my friends told me, you know, he said, man, you just got to know who you're dealing with. That's all. Before I was just going to say, people going to do what they want to do. Yeah. That, you, you, you cannot stop them. Just and that, and, and in that instance, that's when it is good to guard your heart. That's when it is a positive thing. You know what I mean? Because, you know, hey, I'm not trying to get hurt. I know you're going to do what you want to do. So my, I guess my recommendation would be in the beginning, guard it with your life. <laughs> guard your heart with your that's life. What, that's what people not understanding. Like yeah. this, this is the, this is the, what this is the, what our hearts to us is like the engine to the car, man. Come Real on, we gotta right. take care of this thing right got here. Got to, because a, a heartache ain't no joke. Man, listen, <laughs> no joke, yeah. man. It's yeah, no man, joke. listen, a heartache. People, you know, people like, oh, I got a broken heart. Like, no, do y'all know, like, it's real life instances where people have literally died from a broken heart. Stroke. Dead ass. Dead dead ass heart attack. Man, (laughs) listen, like, it's a real thing. You right. Your heart will, you got to guard it. You got to guard it. A broken heart is a real thing. And if you ain't never felt it, I don't know. Like, I pray you never have to. (laughs) Man, I pray nobody (laughs) have to. So I guess it's safe to say what it all boils down to it, what it all boils down to is 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 it hard to date somebody with a god at heart? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Short man, answer. Yeah. I'm def- I'm yes. definitely gonna agree with that. I'm yes, definitely it's gonna... difficult to date somebody with a guarded heart because you one, you gotta you gotta be have some consistency about you, which is difficult across the board in anything not just in relationships it's difficult to be consistent on a doggone job and they paying you money so that you can live every day <laughs> and so you talking about being consistent with a person who is showing you that nine times out of ten they pushing you away and they doing everything in your in their power for you not to get close to them and you want me to be consistent with them that's hard as hell absolutely Man, I know I done pushed away a lot of women, a lot of them. Man, I'm telling you, like, I have, re- and I mean, I'm glad I did now, but at the time, I'm like, I've, yeah, I played games. I have pushed people away. I've made it very difficult for people to even want to be around me, let alone try to get close to me. So, because, since, you know, since, 
since we we both we both got kids or a kid or whatever so yeah this is this is what i want to ask you what would you tell you guys you have a son uh-huh what would you tell your son short answer if he came to you and he said ma i'm talking to this girl but her heart's so guarded i don't know what to do Okay, so what's crazy? My son is 17. So what's crazy is this is actually his life right now. Love. So at 17, that's what's so crazy. But, you know, these kids start dating so young now. But anyway, so he's dating this girl. And I'm not going to lie. I love the little girl. I love her to pieces. So I'm probably, my advice is probably a little biased to him. But he was like, Mama, all we do is argue. I'm just tired of her. Like, oh. I was like, don't do her like that because, you know, so basically she is, um, she comes from a household where there has been trauma in the household. So not necessarily like her heart is guarded from like boyfriends or anything, but just from the trauma she's experienced as a kid. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And so like. You're the right one to talk to. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So like she does, like she, like if he doesn't call her and wake her up, good morning. How you doing? I'm thinking about you before they go to before they even hit the door to go to school. They both 17, right? You're 17. Oh yeah, they man. They yes. Gotta... And so like she'll get an attitude. But again, I keep telling him, like, Matt, you gotta be patient with her. If you really like her, you gotta be patient with her. You take your time with her. Don't be so mean. Cause my son, he he got a little bit of his his dad in him, and he can be just very nonchalant, like, oh, I don't care. Like, that's his attitude. Like he he's not ever in a hurry to go anywhere and he don't really care about doing anything other than playing football so when she like things that are a big deal to her like you didn't call me he'd be like okay I ain't call you I don't care and so my advice to him for the last about three or four weeks has been Matt if you really like her you gotta be patient you gotta understand where she's coming from you gotta know what make you already know what makes her angry she's not hiding it from you she's telling you so if you really like her you're supposed to put in the work put in the effort and then i throw it in his face i was like how would you feel if jared which is my husband i was like how would you feel if jared did me like that when we was dating i would like that okay then so same thing she ain't got no kids but still she's a a young lady just like i'm a woman and you gotta understand like don't treat anybody the way you don't want your mama to be treated See, I got I got daughters. I got, mm. three, I got I got three daughters, and when they do become old enough to date, and they came to me and they told me they was talking to a guy, he got guarded and all that stuff. Well, she got my see my conversation with them will be different. What they're like, girls? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's gonna be different because I don't I don't want them chasing no man. Absolutely not. They they supposed to be the ones being chased. Absolutely. I don't want them chasing no man. I don't want them uh, trying to convince a man to open up. I, I agree. I, yeah, so my tell it, give him a car for therapy. Yeah, yeah. I'd be like, um, uh, I mean, just if you like him, give him some time to come around. That's it. And that's give it. Some, and you going about to come your around if he if he really wants if he really wants you around, he'll open up. If he don't, don't force him open. That's it. That's the. That's exactly what I probably would tell them. Probably with some, probably, probably with some extra stuff that I ain't gonna say on the podcast. Absolutely, you know I think you that's sound that. advice. Though. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah. no, for real, I think that's sound advice for a young girl because that's something my dad. And that's why I'm like, why did I listen to my daddy? My daddy definitely told me that well before I met my uh, my son's father. Something my dad used to tell me when I was a kid, not just when it came to relationships, but when it came to like friendships with 
other little girls in the neighborhood and like you know girls they fall out and all that and I'd be mad and walk around the house and I'd be like well Toy you don't want to play with me or so and so and my daddy'd be like you don't need nobody for shit you don't need nobody for nothing no doubt period and he instilled that to me you can do bad by yourself you don't need nobody for nothing and so I do think it's different for young girls and young boys because or young men and young ladies because like you said a woman ain't got no business chasing no man i wholeheartedly agree with that and i appreciate you as a man saying that I'm probably because there's a I'm lot of men out here who got the game fucked up yeah, and they I'm think that a woman's gonna be that. you know what i mean yeah uh, <laughs> so um but i do think the young men i'm not saying chase no absolutely you don't have to chase her but you definitely should be pursuing her if you really like her like that no doubt no doubt so yeah guys so all in all what we're saying is you know it's don't just try just try to open up just a little bit just a little bit a little bit you know what i'm saying because the right one to come along even if you uh watching the phone ring going to where they at just to ignore them again. But no, no, but no, really. I appreciate you coming on my platform today. Absolutely. Thanks for and, having uh, me. It's been a pleasure hearing your story. And, um, you know, thank you. Pretty much. My yeah, pleasure. Had, thank had, you for had, having me. Time. Thanks for reaching out. This tell, was fun. It, tell, it, tell the people where to find you and how they can get in touch with you. For sure. So you can find me on Instagram at my survivor voice. Um, and you can find me on Twitter and on my personal Instagram Instagram page at truly Danny underscore L. That's T-R-U-L-Y-D-A-N-I underscore E-L-L-E. And if you are looking to find out more about my nonprofit or know somebody who could use our services, we are www.our3our, the number three, dot org. All right, there you have it, guys. And y'all know where to find me. Real Talk with Tim on Instagram, RTWT Podcast on Twitter. And thank y'all for listening once again.